Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Welcome to Postcast here, David Locke, along with Ron Boone on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, as we recap each and every game for you immediately following the radio team postgame show on the internet. Ron, the Jazz win at 107-101, great balanced scoring performance. The first half was this offensive back and forth, slow paced exactly as the Jazz wanted, but they just didn't play any defense, and then they came out and they clamped down for about five minutes, and if we start running through the Jazz wins, that's what they've been doing a lot recently, is we think of five-minute bursts being offensive. The Jazz were very good offensive all night, but they had a five-minute defensive burst tonight that really won them the game. And I really think that the coaches will look at that, and that's where they would love to talk about, I mean, those those spurts and, and how they're getting better. Quint's Coach Snyder talked about that this morning. Continue to get better on the defensive end. And like you and I have discussed so many times, we know this team can score. They have the shooters now. They have the the the, 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 the arsenal from well, the, the starters or the guys coming off the bench. But it's the defensive side of the basketball that they want to continue to get better. Now, okay, they gave up 101 points tonight. I don't think they want to go that route. I think they want to keep those opponents somewhere around 94 uh, points of ball game, 93 points of ball game, somewhere in there. Well, you're absolutely right, Ron, because there was only 90 possessions in tonight's game, according to the pace meter. And so, therefore, the Jazz really did not have a very good defensive night again tonight. They really have not had, even winning six of their last seven, the defense has not been sharp recently. Uh, they're third best in the league, but there have been some nights. What's happening, actually, is this is becoming a very good offensive team, which I think is pretty exciting because we know the defense is in there, and we saw a balanced scoring. And what jumps out to me, Ron, is there's a a coach once said to me that the difference between a really good team and an okay team is if you if you have 90-10 players compared to 50-50 players. And what he meant was 90% of the time I can tell you what this guy's box score line is going to be. I don't want the guy who averages 16 points a game by giving me 24 one night and 8 the next because I lose every time he gives me 8. And right now we can walk into games, and I know what Gordon Hayward's giving the team. I know what Rudy Gobert's giving the team. I know what Roddy Hood's giving the team. When George Hill's back, I know what he's going to give the team. That makes you a really good team when you have a collection of guys that are pretty consistent night in and night out. You know, they are so right about that. And the reason I'm going to just totally agree with him is because when you prep, and you look at what a guy averaged, say a guy's been in the league five years, and you look at what he's averaged last season, say the 15th, 16th season, and then you look at his career numbers. How far apart are they? I mean, it's not like guys make a huge leap from one year to the next to where those numbers are, are just, you can't believe them more, but because you can stay, you, you are what you are, I think, and, and I think that's exactly what he's talking about. Gordon Hayward led the Jazz with 23, but Boris Dia, who was our postgame guest, was really terrific tonight. Assists, 5 of 5. He's beginning, I think, to understand his teammates. Yeah, he's beginning to understand them. Plus, he's healthy, uh, and, again, he looks to pass the basketball a lot. And I think the players are now understanding that if uh, they continue to run the offense, if they move without the basketball when he has it, they're going to get it. 
and, and he'll, he'll find him, he'll get him the basketball. I mean, he's just a great player to have in your starting lineup because he doesn't demand the basketball, first of all. And then secondly, you know, he's not looking to score all the time. He's looking to play D, looking to rebound, but in particular he's looking to find you when you move without him. I'm going to go back to a little moment in last year of jazz basketball that I think we've all forgotten about, but on the trade deadline, uh, I remember walking around Washington, D.C., I believe is where it was, and the Jazz acquired Shelvin Mack for a second-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. And we're all talking about acquiring George Hill for a first-round draft pick, which is going to change the franchise, I think, in a playoff run. But Shelvin Mack is helping the Jazz win games right now without George Hill, which well, I'm not sure we thought they could really do very well. And he played 30 minutes tonight and you know, has become a pretty important part of this team to be able to maintain some level of stability while George Hill is hurt. Well, we knew that when the way he helped the team last year. When Once he arrived, the Jazz uh, started to play better. That point guard position got a lot stronger. The Jazz started to win uh, some basketball games. And, and we were thinking, okay, maybe this kid, this guy just needed some time on the floor because uh, he was the third point guard there in Atlanta. So now he, I think he's a solid backup point guard there to, to George Hill. And, and as we saw tonight, he was able to step in there and, and still play in the backup role, but he's able to get starter minutes tonight and really help the Jazz in success. This is uh, going to be interesting to see what happens here during the course of the year when George Hill comes back and they have uh, the, those three point guards. The other one I'm interested in, Ron, from your opinion, is why can't anyone speed the Jazz up? Every night is falling under 90 possessions. We're the slowest-paced team in the league, and we can just keep everyone down no matter how fast they want to play. The Jazz don't run unless they, they I won't say have to. I, I, what I'm saying is if, if the numbers are, are, are there, they'll run. They don't run to score. They'll run to get to spots, and, and I kind of like that if that's the way they want to play, as long as they push the ball up the floor and give themselves a chance to uh, execute their – Offense, which meaning if they have more time on the clock to execute their offense more so than walk the ball up the floor, and then by the time they get into their offense, there's only like 12 seconds on the clock. You can't get to your second and third options when you do that. You push it up the floor, and if you want to play that way, you get to your spots. Now you got 18, 19 seconds to to uh, to get into your offense. How different do you think it was for the players without Igor or with Igor Kokoskov instead of Quinn? I, I think <laughs> I don't know if you heard exactly what Boris said. He said sometimes you can't understand. Because, you know, with, he has an accent. Igor has an accent there as well. So I think just understanding the, the language or, or uh, how certain words are used, I, I think, in, in the huddle and whether it's noisy and you really don't, I, I think that was probably the biggest difference. I, I thought he did a wonderful job, uh, especially substituting players, and the players did respond to him. Well, great win for the Jazz. Igor Kokoskov gets the win in place of a sick Quinn Snyder. Igor's well-experienced, probably Quinn's right-hand man more than anything else, knows everything Quinn wants, so I'm sure he was able. He is. He's one and all. So congratulations to Igor. I guess I'm buying coffee in the next town. Jazz win. This has been Postcast, your post-game show on the Internet, on the Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17